0: It's time for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Nerding Football. Now, from Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, in Belmont, California, here is Maggie and Matthew Paveo. Good morning, everyone. So, we are coming to you today on a Saturday morning. But today we're coming to you from Belmont, California, the kitchen table. We're back. Maggie's back for the week. Maggie, how are you?
1: I'm actually not that tired because the time difference is actually really helping me right now.
0: Yeah, it's working for you. Yeah. 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 And uh, but welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Maggie, to the kitchen table. We have a lot to talk about. It was our we haven't done one of these for a while. It feels like I mean, we I guess at the end of last season, a bit, but following a Notre Dame loss all Notre Dame loss and so we're just going to really dive in to notre dame cincinnati um and talk about the 24 to 13 loss by notre dame a game in which they allowed cincinnati to get out to a 17 to nothing lead and then play better in the second half um but wasn't enough And uh, when they need to make some key plays, did not make key plays. But anyway, we get all all into it. Maggie, a disappointing loss. First of all, how are you just feeling about the game? Just your overall feel.
1: Well, when I was watching it, it was an emotional roller coaster. I was sometimes happy, sometimes very upset, um, and then sometimes very frustrated because this game was extremely frustrating. Um, There was just certain things that rubbed me the wrong way, mostly losing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's this is the kind of season is going to be emotional roller coaster for sure. Um, But specifically, what do you think uh, happened?
1: Well, okay, the coaching just seemed all off. I don't know what was going on, of course, um, on the sideline, but it just seemed like we left Jack Conan for way too long. I don't remember the exact point. I think it was the half.
0: Pretty much the half, yeah. In which
1: we um, took him out, and I just think that's a lame decision. I won't say stupid. <laughs> it's a lame decision because obviously Khan wasn't doing anything if they scored 17 unanswered points in the first half and you know Drew Pine and even Tyler Buckner who they put in for like two or not two plays a few plays mm-hmm. um bring this certain energy and I don't know why you wouldn't put in them just for like a few snaps just like one right. series well, the just funny, to see, try well, something out
0: yeah the funny thing was is it was even obvious to the broadcasters which you hardly mm-hmm. ever hear i mean Drew Brees was going nuts about you know we need to get we need to get uh, Drew Pine and, and to the game um, there was I definitely felt it myself it was just ridiculous I don't know how long we're going to go with this I understand Brian Kelly's uh, need to keep with his seniors and wanting to earn or your experienced players um, but at a certain point you know there's more talent behind them and the team just generally plays better I, I so Reese and, and Kelly I think had a lot to answer for um, but we'll get into it because I think we might have a similar issue going into Virginia Tech, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there as we, we move to it. But for Cincinnati, still, I agree with you totally. The quarterback decision and the play calling even was awful uh, at times. Uh, you know, bringing in Tyler Buckner even in the second half just seemed arbitrary and, and didn't seem to have much of a much need at all. And when they bring him in, it's so obvious they're going to run. Buckner has shown, in, at least in the Blue and Gold game, that he can throw the ball. Um, he, in his high school career, had tons of yards throwing as well. So I think they need to expand that way. Anyway, what else was wrong with this game, Mags?
1: Well, it just seemed like everything that went wrong offensively went wrong offensively. I mean, we've talked in the past about, like, our offensive line being really young and then having to learn and um, game by game. But this game, it seemed like they took a massive step back. It just yeah. wasn't as good. I have a question for you. Do you
0: think it's more also that I'll be interested to see if, if pine gets more playing time, if that is a pine cone issue, <laughs> pine cone issue, um, meaning Jack Cone seems to step up in the pocket mm-hmm. towards the pressure, whereas Cone goes side to side. So, so we'll see.
1: Well, I definitely think it's not helping them <laughs> <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> um, even if that might not be like this, the sole issue, but it's <laughs> definitely not helping, right. um, the How rookies. Stationary. yeah, <laughs> How
0: stationary he is Yeah, in the pocket. Um, okay other other issues there were definitely it was not just a jack cone through six interceptions and we lost because of jack cone um what else when what happened do you think in that game
1: well i don't this is kind of a mix of an issue and like a, a good thing that happened our defense i thought played really well in the first i would say three quarters and then in the last quarter when we were trying to make a comeback they kind of took their foot off the gas which They should play four quarters, but I kind of give them like the benefit of the doubt because they're also dealing with this terrible offense that we were playing. Um, But it definitely did not help when we were trying to have like that last final drive and get the ball back.
0: I certainly agree with you. I don't think they lost the game for us, but when we needed them the most, they weren't there. Um, So I I agree with you. I I was really frustrated with the special teams. Um, You know, I've been kind of praising the special teams for most of the season. Uh, This was an off, off game. Chris Tyrese fumble. Uh, in the first half was gigantic um, and really an unforced error. There was really no reason to fumble. Um, Jonathan Doors missed extra point was huge. I mean, the, the errors they made were huge. Penalties, um, I forgot the kid's name, made two penalties uh, on good returns um, that, that just- Oh, co-
1: Ramon Henderson. Yes,
0: thank you, Ramon Henderson. That cost nerding big time yards and he did it twice and they were just, again, unforced errors. So. Um, I hope that our special teams cleans it up. Um, I am a fan of our special teams. I hope they they do better. That that was not their best. Um, offensive line, wh- where are we going to go with this? Offensive line, and then we'll get into the quarterback. But what, what do you think offensive line?
1: Well, I don't even know because I'm very confused on how why they're doing so bad. I mean, you have Kane Madden. <laughs> right. It's a Notre name offensive line. They should never be this atrocious, especially because they had the same coach and they've had exactly. good recruiting. Um and I just don't know I, what's happening. I
0: don't know if it's a Jeff Quinn problem. I don't know if it's a Tom Reese problem. I don't know if it's even in that they're calling the wrong plays for what they have. But I totally agree with you. This is not the offensive line that I thought we'd have. Kane Madden seems to have taken steps backwards, um, which is terrible. Like I mean, You're talking um, the two of the offensive linemen, I think, were, were going to be um, first-round draft picks, mm-hmm. possibly, at the start of the season. Yeah. And this is not... Uh, you know, Jarrett Patterson was supposed to be, and he still might be, you know, one of the top, at least centers picked. I don't know now. I don't know. And yeah. and Tosh Baker and, and and Carmody, I can't think that Blake Fisher is that important, but maybe he is. You know, so maybe we'll get him back soon. But
1: Well, yeah, when, when I was looking at the depth chart and like before the season started and I saw that like Rocco and Blake, um we're getting snaps I thought wow they must be really good but now I'm realizing maybe yeah. the line was just that bad right <laughs>
0: completely like I, I in week five or six and now we're already saying man we sure do miss Blake Fisher yeah <laughs> like that is remarkable and no Blake Fisher is gonna be an outstanding football player but he's a freshman mm-hmm. so you know it that's, that's that show tells you where the offensive line is at they're a mess I don't know if it's Quinn's problem I don't know if it's Reese's problem, but somebody needs to fix it. You're you're exactly right when you say there's too much talent to be this bad. All right, let's talk quarterbacks, Maggie. Or actually, let's 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 do a positive. Who do you think player of the game?
1: So I've been looking at the stats, and someone I remember looking at like when I was watching the game, and I was like, oh, that's a good tackle. Was Isaiah Pryor, and I feel like we mm, haven't talked about him right. enough. He plays really good special teams, even though you know yeah. special teams weren't great. And it seemed like he got some stops right when we needed them. So I'm gonna choose Isaiah Prior. You know, yeah, we haven't talked about him at I time. think that's
0: a really, really great call. I think uh we haven't talked about him enough. And he was all over the place against Cincinnati. I'm gonna go with Fosky, Isaiah Foskey just because he played dominant football. Um I know it's kind of an obvious choice. He he made a key strip um of the quarterback and and uh so Drew White picked up the ball and uh almost almost got in him for a touchdown. But uh that's what I'm going with. All right, let's get to the biggest issue right now. and It's so, you know, week five and we're talking, or week six and we're talking about who should play quarterback for your team is not good. But who do you think should be, and what do you think they're going to do here?
1: Okay, I'm not getting my hopes up, but I think that it should be Drew Pine. Obvious.
0: And reasons why?
1: Well- First of all, it seems like all the other fans want Drew Pine because when they took out Cone, first of all, they're really happy. And then also when they tried to put in Buckner, they booed Buckner. <laughs> um, so it seems like we're all in agreement. I think
0: they were booing the decision to yeah, put him in at that but, moment, but right.
1: I'm not against putting Buckner in for like a few snaps in a game just to add some energy, even if we yeah. have Pine in. Yeah. Um. But I just think Pine knows the offense, maybe even better than Cone, even though Cone has this experience mm-hmm. that everyone's been like giving to him as like an excuse to play him. Pine just might be the better man for the job. Yeah. Is the better man for the job. And
0: it, it's all about energy with Pine. I think, um I think you're right. Sort of. Um I think, you know, his stats weren't great. He was dying for 22 for 143 yards. I mean, he did have a touchdown and he didn't throw the ball away. And he uses his feet better than Cone. I would go with Buckner. I, I to throw a curve ball, I think, The more I, maybe I shouldn't say that I would go with pine and I would really bring Buckner in a lot. I think at this point, he's going to be your best option moving forward. Um, if this season now is over, I don't think it is, but, but if it is, it's time to start. I think they can really build for next year. Um, definitely not Jack Cohn and not nothing. Again, I think we've said this in the past, nothing against him. Uh, it's just, he doesn't bring the right energy to the field. Pine does. Um, but pine, I don't think is the long-term option. I think if we'll start in a couple weeks, we'll start to say, what are we doing with pine? Um, because I think his stats just don't bear out. Um, and so, um, yeah, I, I would go with, 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 with Buckner at this point. Um, well, no, I should say I would go with Patter- I would go with pine and I would then, um, feather in, um, uh, Tyler Buckner. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Brendan Clark on the horizon. I'm just throwing it out there. I,
1: I honestly haven't heard yeah, anything about him. Why not? Um, Ron Paulus Jr. It. We no? don't need more quarterbacks in How about the mix. Cole Capen. What we are don't we need. Sow
0: some Cole okay, in there? I would
1: actually be okay with Cole Kepen. <laughs> oh, really? Because okay. he seems to do a lot of signaling and he seems to do it really well <laughs> and passionately. Yeah. He really
0: knows the place. <laughs> what do we gonna do about Kevin Austin? To just throw a curveball. Yeah. My goodness, that is yeah. frustrating. Yeah. I'm just starting to, have to
1: just, We had bad so. Kevin Austin. But, you know, we had good Braden Lindsey, who we like on yes. this podcast. Yes,
0: true. So. You know, I, I want to like Kevin Austin. That's the thing. I, I do I, as well. <laughs> I want to like you, Kevin Austin. Touch the ball <laughs> on key plays, especially. That was a huge play in the game uh, that dropped on third, third and long, I believe. Um, anyway, we kind of veered off here. Let, so you're saying Drew Pine for the rest of the season?
1: Mm, I mean, I would like to see Buckner at some point, but I don't know if it's this season. It, I... I might be quick to put Buckner in if things aren't working with Pine.
0: Right. And I'm saying Buck I'm saying pine and then you feather as it starts to as the wheels start to fall off, which I think they will with pine, you go with Buckner. Um, and just that's it. We're finally ripping this band-aid off. All right, so let's talk about the rest of the season. What do you think's gonna happen here? What can happen? Let's talk best case scenario. Okay, let's let's talk best case scenario.
1: Okay. Best case scenario, we it's have fun. I have a few blowouts. Like we blow out uh north carolina navy um, maybe navy yeah mm. well i can see actually us blowing out any of these teams um mm. usc probably yeah who
0: knows where their heads at, at yeah that
1: point? just a few blowouts just to make it yeah. ourselves look good and feel good right <laughs> um, and then i would say try to make it to a um near six bowl uh-huh. i don't know if the playoffs are in the cards this has been such a weird year so far and everyone's lost right like at least one game so as long as we stay perfect i think that's the only thing we can do and as long as cincinnati keeps winning right that's all we can hope for. Um, that's the best case scenario. And then also, of course, Kyle Hamilton well, goes to the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: let me, <laughs> well, let me just put this out there. So let's say they, they are whatever, 11-1, 12-1. I, I don't know how many games we have offhand. So they only have one loss. And that one one loss is to an undefeated Cincinnati because Cincinnati probably will not lose another game this year. Their, their schedule is pretty weak. They'll end up in the playoff. If they don't lose a game, they'll end up in the playoff. I think they're ranked number three or four right now. Mm-hmm. Um. So if your one loss is to that, and then you put them up against, say, a one loss Ohio State team, Oregon won't be in the playoff, right? How is that? But do you say, well, then Ohio State would have beaten Michigan and Penn State and that, and so they should be better? Or what about a one loss Michigan team at that point? What if Michigan loses one but then beats Ohio State? I mean, there's a lot to go on here. Yeah. But I don't think the Notre Dame's chances are completely out the door. But I do agree with you. They have to blow teams out. Uh, if they don't, then it's just they, a New Year's Six Bowl is where they'll end up, which isn't bad, for. Uh, and then start playing more of the younger players. That's what I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see more Colsey out there. Um, I'd like to see more Buckner out there. Um, Prince Colley, if he can get back, I'd like to see him on the field. Um, I, I think he we will, um, but so we'll we'll see all of that. Um, any, so, so I guess in that vein, anybody who you think is going to step up from now until the end of the season, like somebody like maybe a Deion Colsey or something like that?
1: Yeah. Um, I was going to say someone on our offensive line, okay. but I honestly, no, I, I'm, no, I'm taking that back. <laughs> um, but I would like to see just sort of of defensive backs. It seems like every game they get, there's at least one problem with the defensive backs, not Kyle Hamilton, of course, <laughs> or Cam Hart. They've actually really stepped up. Well, especially Cam Hart already. Um, but I would say like, I just want to see Clarence Lewis and like Tariq Bracy and maybe mm-hmm. even DJ Brown, who got a few snaps last mm-hmm. week, um, just step up and be a little bit more, I don't want to say physical because I don't want pass interference <laughs> calls, uh-huh. but um, just have a little bit more coverage because it always seems like every once in a while, so maybe not always seems, every once in a while, <laughs> they just, there's just like one player like, ah, Bracy Yeah. And he just gets burnt. Right. so.
0: Well, well they are giving up the big they didn't do so much in cincinnati but in prior game big, mm-hmm. big plays have hurt them so that's for sure lorenzo styles is another one we didn't mention but i, I like to see him step more lorenzo styles he was on the field against cincinnati actually had a had a catch with no joe wilkins now out for the season uh, with an mcl mm-hmm. um those guys have their moment where they can step up kevin austin kind of not all there um i think like it's time to next man up uh, Chris Tyree too I like to see him become even I'm still waiting for just explosive Tyree I mean we saw it on the kick return obviously but um more of that all right let's get to the Virginia Tech game any thoughts on this game at all and we've been so focused on how, why we've lost I don't know that we've even really thought it to, through too much
1: yeah I mean it's kind of crept up on me honestly but um it's gonna be interesting people are kind of like Confused on if this is going to be a close game or not. Well,
0: it's a pick 'em game, so yeah. it's, it's there is yeah, it's going to be close, or at least the experts quote unquote think it's going to be close.
1: I mean, looking at Virginia Tech's schedule, the only people they have actually beat that's like impressive besides Richmond and Middle Tennessee is North Carolina. Right. Um, and they did have a bye last week, which you know is like common with all the
0: teams. <laughs> yeah, that goes without saying.
1: Um, so I mean, who knows how good North Carolina is? It was like the first. Their first game of the season so it was really early mm-hmm. um so maybe even that was like a fluke um i think it's this game's not as much about like how good virginia tech is but it's more about how noreen can bounce back yeah um so I, that makes me a little bit worried because it seems like we've been really un, uh, unorganized this week like just in random little things really like what like um First of all, Brian Kelly said that he was going to choose a quarterback and he still hasn't. And he was like, Virginia Tech's just get, um, watching film for all three of our quarterbacks, so why do I have to choose? Which I would like him to choose a quarterback, please, because that means it still might be Jack Cohn. <laughs> who
0: do you think Yeah, who do you think he's going with? I think... Who's Who takes the first snap of the game? Uh,
1: I th- okay, so I think it's going to be Jack Cohn. I think I'm going to be really upset. Wow. I'm ready to be
0: upset. I'm thinking... Just I hope get, it's not. Though. It will be Drew Pine. I am 95% sure Drew Pine. I mm-hmm. will be very shocked if, if Jack Cohn takes the first down.
1: And then and then it's just like small nerd things that Nerd Dame doesn't normally do. Like just even with there was a media day after we lost, mm-hmm. um, which obviously everyone was a little hurt about um, because they just threw a lot of walk-ons onto the media day. Now, maybe I would want to hear what Greg Mailey has <laughs> to say about the team, but they also apparently weren't even like ready to face we media. Yeah. So... I'm sure they're smart guys, you know, they're yeah. walk-ons, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. um, it just, it was very under name-like, which is a little scary to me because right. I feel like we're very
0: like uh, tight
1: knit. And so I don't know. It made me a little worried.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. That's interesting. We'll see. Yeah. You could be onto something. And if that, if they lose at Virginia Tech, I think we're in for some dark times. Um, we'll see. Um, but I, with with Virginia, I don't think they're losing to Virginia Tech. I mean, Virginia Tech struggled with Richmond, and Richmond actually lost their quarterback halfway through that game and um still was only twenty one ten. Uh in the second half it was only seven to three. So, you know, I think you no know, this is not a three and one team in the classic sense. I think they have some issues big time. Yes, they had a nice win on North Carolina, but you know, we've seen North Carolina's not who we thought they were. And I think also North Carolina kinda got um surprised in that game mm-hmm. so let's we'll see I, I I'm hopeful that this is the bounce back we need I think Drew Pine comes in we give good energy and and just you know I think it's going to be a just win baby kind of kind of team I don't know how, you know when we said blowouts I, I doubt we'll blow anybody out um it's just always going to be close um okay so let's talk about so anyway you think how do you how do you think we're going to do in this game when we I know you don't talk score I- but what do you think.
1: Because I, I don't feel confident that much about this game. I mean, I'm not feeling really so low on confidence that I think we're going to lose, but I think it's going to be very close for a long time. Okay. Just because that's kind of been the, as right. you said, the theme of this right. year. So I think we'll win probably by like a touchdown.
0: Okay. I'm going 24-10. Um, and who are your players? I'm going, it'll be close for about three quarters and everything pulls it out in the fourth quarter. Who are your players to watch or player to watch?
1: My player to watch is on the defensive side. Oh. Um, because I feel like it's a lot easier to choose a good defensive player than offensive player okay. right now. Um, and I'm going to choose Kurt Heinisch because he's coming back this mm, game um, after being on concussion protocol for, mm-hmm. for a long time. Two I think weeks. someone else is coming back as well, but Kurt Heinisch is the main one. Um, I, I always like seeing Myron Tagovailoa-Mosa and Kurt Heinisch kind of team up on guys. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that again.
0: Uh, good pick. I, I think we've really missed him, especially in the Cincinnati game. Um, so that's a great pick. I am going with, uh, Kyron Williams. I haven't gone with Kyron Williams. I don't think all year, maybe I did, but I'm, I'm he'll score two touchdowns in this game uh, for sure. And keep those awesome blitz pickups that he's getting known for. Um, so I'm going with Kyron Williams. All right. Top four time. Who's your top four teams right now?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to say it's so there's like, Five teams that are all like on the same level, and I can only choose four. <laughs> and I think I'm honestly going to just stick with what the eight people has, which I, I feel like I do every week. Um, <laughs> but it's going to change next week because Iowa and Penn State are playing each other. Um, so they would be my three and four. But I think Alabama and Georgia are just on another level right now. Okay. I would even add Georgia into that mix now. I know I've been saying that about Alabama for like the past few episodes. Um, but Georgia had a dominant win against, was it against Arkansas or was it against Ole Miss? Or oh, Arkansas. Arkansas.
0: Mm-hmm. Alabama's um, Ole Miss.
1: Yeah. Uh and it was pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> I wish our games went like that. Uh so those two are definitely one and two. Um, and then Iowa and Penn State, I'll put it three and four as they are right now. Um I, don't, I mean, I could put Cincinnati I'll put Cincinnati in there next week after one of them loses. But right now they're just both undefeated and I can't
0: Okay. Do that. I'm gonna go with again Alabama, Georgia, who are, yeah, I agree with you. They're one and two and and it's they're closer, you know, they're closer to each other than I mean but yeah, those are the elite teams. Iowa's close. The next closest I have them at three. And number four is very difficult, especially with all the losses right now. We'll know a lot more after this week. Um, gosh, I don't really want to put Cincinnati in there, but they are undefeated. They will be in the top four. So I'm just going to go with Cincinnati because I can't put Ohio State in there yet. And I can't put Oklahoma in there yet. And Notre Dame's showing what they are. So oh, and Penn, I do not believe in Penn State. And I think Penn State will get walloped this week by Iowa. So... Uh, my fourth team, I guess, is Cincinnati. Okay, picks, Maggie. Maggie, you got destroyed last week. I one had a rough in f- week. One and four. Uh, I continued my consistency of three no, and two. Okay. <laughs> uh, I am. You are at thirteen and twelve, still on the good side. Thirteen and twelve for the season. I am fifteen and ten. Okay. so well, what do we have for this week
1: the picks yeah the picks definitely didn't help me no. emotionally last week <laughs> um when Notre Dame also lost and then also I get just had atrocious picks um
0: you didn't help yourself yeah <laughs>
1: but I'm hoping to bounce back this week like Notre Dame so there are a lot of good games um first game of course this is where college game day is this week um Oklahoma versus Texas it's the state fair right mm-hmm. um the red red river rivalry, rivalry it's like, such very
0: a good. I know star. I never I don't even try it
1: um so, do you want to pick first?
0: Sure. Okay. I will go with Texas.
1: Okay, well, that's. <laughs> I would also go with Texas because I hate Oklahoma so much. And I feel like they're close to getting a loss. They almost got a loss to Kansas State last week, which I was really. That was one of my bad picks, but I had history on my side. So. <laughs> um, and then the next game is Arkansas versus Ole Miss. They both are kind of similar teams, um, they both got. Uh, had really big losses against, um, against Georgia and Alabama mm-hmm. last week. And so this is kind of a game like who's really in it um, right. to win it. Right. Um, I'm going with Arkansas in this game. As
0: am I. So we're 2-for-2. Oh, no. I know. Sorry. <sighs> I just think that coach, I believe in what he's doing with that program.
1: I feel like we might agree on this one as well. Oh, no. Um, so the next game is a ranked matchup, 2-18. Uh-huh. versus 18. Uh-huh. Um. SEC, Georgia versus Auburn. Yes. Auburn's had a little bit of a weird season. They're four and one, but for some reason, they're always like two and yeah three right. <laughs> They always seem like they lose a lot.
0: I will say though, they 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 have a knack for coming up with just the luckiest, flukiest plays. So
1: I wish we had that.
0: Yeah. So uh, I will go with. I'm I'm still going to go with Georgia, but I'll tell you that it will be closer than people think. This this is going to be a close game. I I think Auburn's like a 15 point underdog, something like that. It will be closer than that.
1: Yeah, I'm going with Georgia too. And on my little ESPN thing, I I almost want to pick yes. Auburn because only five percent have picked it, and yeah. it really boost my That's score. Way but That's the way I'm, I'm not going to do it. No, okay. I'm
0: not going to do it. I mean, it's at Auburn, I believe. So might age badly. It's a nice trap game. Mm-hmm. We'll see.
1: Um, and then i that. And then the next game is um, Iowa versus Penn State. Very good game. Although you kind of already previewed what you were thinking. Oh, about.
0: all right. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. So uh, I, I picked last one, I think, first.
1: Okay. Well, just because I know what you're going to say uh-huh. and to be different, wow. um, I will choose Penn State. Am I yes. feeling confident? it? No. But I'm trying mm-hmm. to stay loyal to my Pennsylvania
0: roots. To <laughs> <laughs> you your shallow Pennsylvania roots. <laughs> I am going with Iowa. I think they are a very good team. Solidly the number three best team in the country right now.
1: Um, and then this last game, I know you're intrigued with. I don't know if I'm as intrigued. Um, but it's the Michigan versus the yeah, game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I kind of stopped watching Nebraska um, yeah. after the few losses. A lot of people did. Um, they played it pretty close with Oklahoma a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they played it really close with Michigan State, and they obliterated Northwestern last week. Yeah, that one. Um, it's a weird team. Um, wait, are you choosing for- this? is my pick, right? I'm going yeah. Nebraska.
0: I'll pick Nebraska. Uh, they make me choose Michigan.
1: I'm a – I haven't picked Michigan all year.
0: Well,
1: I will pick Michigan today. Good. They're
0: going to break your heart. That's yeah. Great. That's good for me.
1: Well, I, and you know, it's a win-win because if they lose, yeah. I'm happy. If they win, I'm also happy. Sounds, sounds
0: good. All right, Maggie. Well, welcome back to the table. Glad to see you're here. I'll be here next week too. That's true. That's true. We'll do back-to-backs. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, everybody. Uh, anything last words? You going to go good, good evening? Yeah. Have a good day, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Go Irish.
1: Thank you for listening. Join us next Friday night for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football.